everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Zero to One podcast dedicated to helping you level up in your career, business, and personal development. My name is Jifa Mensa Okbata, and I'm your host. Today, we are diving into a topic that is absolutely crucial for achieving success and fulfillment in every aspect of your life the power of self investment and self improvement. So self-investment is being intentional in allocating your time, your resources, your energy to, to enhance your personal and professional growth, right? So it's about believing in yourself and your potential enough to put in the work and effort needed to become the best version of you. So we're going to break down the importance of self-investment and then explore the various ways you can invest in yourself to propel your journey forward. So the first on the list is education and skill development. One of the most significant investments you can make in yourself is education. It's the reason why most of our parents give us that, right? So most of our parents were very stern on us going to school. They insisted that you go to school. They insisted that you would, you would do well in school and you would progress, right, and rise through the ranks. Whether you're pursuing a formal degree or enrolling in an online course or attending workshops and seminars, continuous learning equips you with the knowledge and skills you need to become whoever you want to be. So if you want to become a doctor, you have to go to medical school, right? You have to read books on medicine and stuff like that. Whatever you want to be, there has to be some form of education, whether it's formal or informal, you need to educate yourself. And the truth is, even with the formal education, it's not enough. There are so many things that you do not know that you still need to pick up a book and read or you still need to Google or you still need to read a blog post or take a course or whatnot, right? So invest in formal education if you can, get a higher degree, get certifications, just get the solid foundation of knowledge and skills in your field. And then it would also like it also enhances your credibility, right? Because the thing about formal education is that if you have a certificate from whatever school you went to, it it it, it shows that you're credible. It shows that you went through this educational path, and here's your reward for that. But beyond that, it also gives you new career opportunities and, and equips you with new skills. Also, when it comes to enrolling in courses, you don't have to do too much, right? There's an abundance of online courses and platforms that offer a wide range of subjects that you can learn something at your own pace and conveniently fit it into your schedule, right? So you can go to work in the morning, come back in the evening and take your course for 30 minutes every day. So it's, it's very flexible and you would still learn the skills that you want to learn. I like workshops and seminars because it's very condensed um, sessions, but very packed with regards to insights and the knowledge that you get right so it provides like very practical insights and like hands-on training and these things can also accelerate your career so my point is that whatever it is whether you're thinking of diversifying your skill set or just continual learning just make sure that you're always reading books following industry blogs subscribing to relevant newsletters signing up to online courses, anything to make sure you are improving on your brain, you are improving on your skill set, you are still updated with, you know, the new trends that 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 have been introduced to your field at any time. This is very, very important. You need to get your education and your skill development on lock. 
if you are big on self-investment, right? It's one of the biggest investments you can make to yourself. Beyond what your parents have done for you, you need to also take that into your hands and constantly study. Whether you graduated school this year or 10 years ago or 15 years ago, education does not stop. There's so much more you can learn. There's so much more you can be. So you need to take that very, very seriously. The second thing is building a support network. Investing in your network is just as vital as in your skills, right? So you need to seek out mentors, coaches, and peers who can offer guidance and support and share their insights with you. Now, if you surround yourself with a very strong support system, it can open doors for you and vice versa, right? It will create opportunities that you have not discovered. If you want someone to do something for you or someone says, I need someone to build the plan for my house you would think of the architect you know right if you know an architect you're going to plug that person in so that's like the power of building the right network and it's not just opportunities it's iron sharpening iron it's you hearing of what they're doing and being inspired by it to do something like that for yourself right so being in the right association helps you um, it's, it's, it's like it's a good investment because it helps you become better sort of like it robs of you their intelligence the way they think you know their mindset the way they act robs of you because we pick habits from other people and we copy people whether we believe that or not that's what happens like in subtle ways or in like very dramatic ways these things happen so you need to surround yourself with the right people you know identify the mentors People who have worked in the similar in similar parts as you as you are have or as you're doing, and then achieve the access, the success that you aspire to have, right? And then follow through. Also, like building the right relationships with your peers and colleagues is equally important. It's not just about mentors or coaches; like your peers as well. You can learn from other people's experiences. You don't need to experience things for yourself all the time. Learn from others. Right. Also join professional associations. If you're in HR and there are HR associations, you should join them. If you are an accountant and there are accounting associations, you should join them. Right. It helps you stay updated with the industry news and attend events where you can meet like minded professionals. Right. And as you go in your career or as you grow as a person, always give back. Right. If you're at the stage where you can mentor others, please take on mentees, mentor them. If you can become a coach to other people, do the same. If you can recommend other people, do the same it's incredibly rewarding if you're able to give back and this will further strengthen your network so have people you look up to and have people who look up to you it's a two-way affair always make it a two-way affair right that way you're learning and you're teaching or you're taking and you're giving okay so investment in education and building a strong support network goes hand in hand right so education will provide you with the skills and knowledge that you need and then your network will provide you with the guidance and opportunities as well as emotional support that you need and this can significantly impact your journey right very significantly the third thing i want to talk about is financial literacy and we spoke briefly about this last week with Hazel. And so if you haven't listened to that episode, please do also listen to that. But financial empowerment is a cornerstone of personal growth. If I say you need to, or if you decide that you want to get another degree or 
enroll in online courses or pay for a coach, these things are going to require you paying money, right? It require you to put some money aside to get these things done. And so you need to understand your personal finance and budgeted and investing and wealth building strategies. I'm going to have another episode with Hazel and we're going to delve deeper into all of these things that I've mentioned. But to help secure financial future, you need to take these things very seriously. Be very aware of what's happening with you, with your income, with your economy. Be aware of things like inflation, depreciation, all of these things, devaluation, they're very, very important. Um, because sometimes you can be making a lot of money and if there's like very high inflation that like we have seen in Ghana in the last few years, your money really would not amount to anything, right, in the grand scheme of things. And so you need to understand personal finance. You need to understand how like your your financing, your budgeting, but how everything else external like government policies affect your money as well. So it needs to be a very wholesome study, right? Or you need to seek the understanding of like you need to seek to understand this this thing holistically. Also there's like managing expenses, right? So these are all things that you need to understand. Understand the concept of compound interest and build the foundation for your money, right? And so just invest in the knowledge, learn about like the different investment options, whether it's stocks or bonds, real estate, retirement accounts. Last week we spoke about the ETFs and the mutual funds. And it's very, very important that you know these things. Understand your risk and return so that you can make wise investment choices and wise decisions, okay? And then also know how to manage your debt. I know that a lot of people do not like to, or borrow money but that is not in itself a bad thing and we're going to have like an entire episode explaining all of these things but you need to know how to manage your debt reduce it effectively especially if you're just like taking money to do things that do not bring you any return or do not bring money back then you need to learn how to manage it so that you're not always in debt right so yeah just understand all of these things interest rates if you're going to take a loan know the terms, know the type of loan you are taking so that you do not get hungry because, you know, you're trying to pay off a loan that is, like, very big, right? So avoiding unnecessary debt as, as often as possible, right? So all of these things. And then you need to set a clear financial goal for yourself. You cannot start your financial journey without any financial goal. If, you're, if you say that you are saving, what are you saving for? Are you saving for an emergency fund? Are you saving for a rainy day? Are you saving to get some bulk amount and then put in an investment? All of these things you need to understand. And these are things that you need to study them and build a path for yourself, depending on your risk, love, or your risk aversion. It's all in your hands. Decide what you want, set your financial goal, and then do the study and get the knowledge to get you where you are supposed to be, right? Build the right habits as well on your way there. The next point I would speak about is wellness. You need to invest in your wellness. I know that sometimes we are all about working, 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 or resting, resting, resting. And it doesn't have to be like that. You don't have to be at the far end of the of, of the spectrum. You just need to be at the sweet center, 
right? So your health is your wealth. You cannot say that you wake up and every day you drink coffee, you just get to work, no exercise, you do not sleep well because you're working. These things will take a toll on your body and on your mind in the long term. The reason why a lot of people are burnt out is because they did not prioritize relaxation, you know, when they started working. And you can just only work for so long until your body just catches up with you. Because when your body wants to rest, it will break down. When your mind wants to rest, it will break down. It will tell you that it wants to rest by not acting the way you expect it to act. And so investing time in your physical and mental well-being, practicing self-care and managing stress are essential for maintaining the energy and vitality you need to pursue your dreams. It is a marathon. It's not a sprint. Always remember that. And so whenever you tell yourself, oh, you don't have to sleep, you're going to sleep when you die, that's a very useless thing to say. Do not say that. Do not do that. Prioritize rest. Prioritize sleep. I'm not saying that sleep for, I don't know, eight hours, nine hours, no. Even if you're sleeping for seven hours, you're sleeping for six hours, you can do that consistently. Cut down on the other things that take your time so that the rest of the time that you have, you can put that in work, you know, and then spend some time sleeping, spend enough time just playing, and exercise and enjoying nature. Prioritize your mental health as well, right? Do mindful practice practices, you know, like meditation. Go for therapy. At a certain age, if you have some form of trauma, you need to go for therapy. Like, go for therapy. Get it done. Heal your brokenness. However you want to do it, but just do it in the right way, in a good way. Manage your stress. Learn to understand your body. Learn to know when your body needs a break. And give your body that break, right? Do not stress yourself too much. You have a long way to go. So you want to manage yourself, manage your mind, manage your body. Enough to take you through the journey that you have embarked on. Okay. A healthy mind is crucial for decision making and problem solving. So do not do not treat your mind anyhow. Be very careful how you treat your mental health and put in a lot of effort. And have a non-negotiable routine every day, like in the morning, something that helps you touch it with yourself. If it's like a long shower in the morning, right, or a skincare routine, it doesn't have to be anything elaborate, right? I know that sometimes when people talk about self-care, it can sound very elaborate, but it, it doesn't have to be anything complex. It's just you taking time in the morning to shower because it's like the only time you can get to be with yourself. So spend some time in the shower. Have a skincare routine, right? When you are applying your cream to your face, take time to apply it. Like, touch your skin. Speak to yourself. Just take that time. Soak that period in. Have a morning routine. Have an evening routine. Have a midday routine. Set alarms in the day. Like, I have an alarm that goes over two. And that's, like, just me saying at two, whenever that alarm goes off, I pause. Whatever I'm doing, I just pause. And I say a short prayer. And I move on my day. But like I pause, I breathe. I just get in touch with myself, no matter how busy the day is going. Even if it's just for a minute or for 30 seconds, I do that. And I have that spread along my day. So I'm not saying you should do this, but it's one way you can get in touch with yourself. You are important. If you are not here, all of these things that you are struggling for would not matter. Right? Keep your mind, keep your body, and keep your whole being sane. Cool? Next thing is you need to build your leadership skills. I know that sometimes 
we don't want to come off as bossy, especially as women, right? And when you're assertive, people might think that you're arrogant or you're proud or, you know, they make you look like being assertive is a, is a bad thing. And so many other things. If you are very outspoken, I'm sure that you've had your fair share of this growing up or at a point in your life. But the point is that you need to develop your leadership skills, right? Develop your leadership skills, develop communication skills. It's very important if you want to be an influential figure at your workplace, in your life, wherever you are, right? You need to be able to convey your ideas clearly to inspire others, and you need to be able to resolve conflicts constructively, right? And you can only do this through communication. When we were kids, I'm sure that a lot of people had like your parents like hitting you because, you know, when you do something wrong, it feels like that's like the way to go about it. But you see, the thing is that, fine, it was wrong as a kid. But now as an adult, you can't even hit people. You can't hit anybody for doing the wrong thing. You can't hit anybody for not doing what you expect them to do. You have to communicate for children and adults alike. But you need to communicate. And so you need to learn how to resolve conflict in a way that is amicable. And I'm not saying do not get angry. Get angry as much as possible. But be clear with your communication. Right? Be very, very clear with your communication. And do not shy away from conflicts. Because then you can shine as a leader. All right? And be emotionally intelligent. Build your emotional intelligence. Understand your emotions manage your own emotions and as a leader one of the things that you would do if as you go through um you go through the ranks at work and you become a manager at work is that you would have to manage people and when you're managing people you're not just managing the work they do you're managing their emotions you're managing people breaking at each other you're managing that person who wants to work in a silo rather than working with everybody and collaborating with everybody you're managing that person who doesn't take feedback well right and so you're managing your own emotions plus other people's emotions so you need to be emotionally emotional intelligent you you need to cultivate that you need to listen to yourself you need to self-regulate yourself it's not going to be easy or it's not always easy but these are the investments you can make in yourself to show that you're a good leader and then it will help you build strong relationships and make people want to work with you, right? If you want to build effective teamwork, you need to be emotionally intelligent. Very, very important. Now, when it comes to decision-making as well, you need to invest in your decision-making skills. So you need to learn how to evaluate options, consider the risk and make informed choices. And you need to do this quickly. You are going to make mistakes, so that for sure. But at the same time, this is a skill that you need to develop, right? So that every time you're making decisions, you can look at the thing logically, bring emotions in when it's necessary, but make very informed decisions. Evaluate your options as objectively as possible and do what you need to do, right? Because if you make good decisions, you'll be seen as a reliable leader and people are watching you, okay? Yeah, so I've spoken about conflict resolution already. So the, all of these things go hand in hand. The sixth thing I want to talk about is time management and energy management. So time and energy management, because sometimes you have a lot of time, but you don't have energy. You're probably like too ex- exhausted to do anything. So you need to manage both your time and your energy. And it's the biggest productivity hack that you can ever make for yourself. If you're struggling with productivity, 
Start by investing in your time and energy management. Start observing how you use your time and how you spend your energy. Start observing when you have your peak hours and when you're just tired to get anything done. And then structure your day like that. The last time I spoke about structuring your entire menstrual cycle with this as well. Like a lot of these things affect. Like Lately, I've been learning a lot about, you know, feeding yourself. Like how to feed, how men should feed themselves throughout their menstrual cycle what they should do what they should not do when they can fast when they cannot fast and when they should not fast and when they should give into cravings when they should not give into cravings and all of these things and as women we have a lot of hormones that sort of dictate how our our day plays out right or how our mood plays out and so you need to like manage these things and that's where a lot of the time that's where like the energy management comes from or stems from right so um you still need to get your goals done if you work for someone else or even work for yourself you still have goals to crash you need to get your stuff done regardless of how you feel but then there's a way you can manage it that works for you and works for the other people that you you are on your team right so you need to maintain that healthy work-life balance healthy time and energy management prioritize your task and goals based on the importance based on the urgency based on your day if you are very active in the morning or in the morning you have a lot of energy and can get so much done in the morning do the heavy lifting in the morning and then in the afternoons and evenings you can do like all the meetings and whatnot right or things that do not require you to think actively so know yourself know yourself if you do not know these things spend time observing yourself and then structure your day in a way that that makes sense for you, right? When you're prioritizing tax, you're prioritizing the tax based on the type of person you are. If you're a morning person, you do that. If you're an afternoon or evening person, or if you just like pick throughout the day, then you do that as well, right? And then like set very clear goals of what you want to achieve in your professional life, what you want to achieve in your personal life. Break them down to actionable steps. Plan to achieve them. And then keep your focus and be motivated enough to walk through them. Cool. Yep. Finally, I want to talk about resilience and adaptability. Guys, you need to invest in being resilient and being adaptable. Life is hard. (laughs) However we look at it, it's not easy. One of my friends told me a long time ago that the default of life is hard. And that thing never left me. She said, the default of life is hard. So by default, everything is hard. Things only get easy because you have done them over and over again. If you, for instance, I don't know, get an accident, God forbid, and you're learning how to walk again, it's going to take effort. You would realize that walking is not easy, right? It's the same thing for like all of these things. Look at kids when they're trying to drink water, how they spill it on their whole body. Or when they're trying to eat, like <laughs> their hand-eye coordination is so poor. But like with practice, it gets better. And that's how it is. These things are not by themselves easy, right? But you just get resilient enough to try again and try again and try again. And it, it gets better. So you need to invest in your ability to bounce back from setbacks and adapt to change. Especially in today's world where... 
like this year, from last year down to this year, we have seen a lot of layoffs. Most of the industries, especially in the tech industry, we've seen a lot of layoffs. And all of these things can be very sad. It can be very life-changing and very draining. But you need to build your ability to bounce back from setback. To bounce back from setbacks, failures, and difficult situations. You cannot give up. You can't give up. I'm sorry, it's sad. It's unfortunate. Sometimes you want to give up. And sometimes you you should actually give up especially when things are not working and redirects. But my point is that you cannot give up on life as a whole, right? You need to be able to maintain the positive attitude. Cry if you can, wallow in self-pity for a couple of days, but get back up. That's the point. And sometimes the only way we can build this resilience and adaptability that I'm speaking of is by going through the hard times and the harsh times and the bad times. That's the only way you can build that level of resilience i'm sorry i know that you would say oh some of the things that we go through are unnecessary i agree but for a lot of us we even like there's some people that for instance you know that where you're working is not great you need to change where you're working you're like you're feeling stagnant everything but you will not change it until you're probably fired so that's how it is my point is that these like bad things that happen to you will build your resilience so you don't have to give up. Some of the things are hard. Some of the things are painful. I'm not going to justify some things. For instance, I'm not going to justify like death, you know, and like some form of like sickness and cancer. I'm not going to justify any of these things. Those things are very hard and they make you give up or want to give up. And if you are in that position, I'm very sorry. I My heart goes out to you and I'm not even forcing you to bounce back quickly. But the point is that it's not over. Like your life is not over. So you can't just say that you're not going to try again or you're not going to believe again. You need to invest in your adaptability. Even if it takes you some time, even if it takes you a year, you need to be able to bounce back. You need to be able to be adaptable. If if your job no longer exists, be open to change. Stay flexible, right? And like proactively seek new opportunities. Okay, so... A lot of time when circumstances do not go away, there are always new opportunities that you can find like in those new circumstances. So please develop a resilient and adaptable mindset. Cultivate it. Cultivate it. This is where you apply the Dululu is the Sululu because you need to believe that something good will come out of it. You need to believe that it's not, it's not the end of your life. Right? And that something can happen. So please invest in like all of these things and unfortunately for the last thing you can only invest in it by getting a lot of else as we say it today or by failing you can't you can't like build resilience and adaptability when everything is going well with you i'm sorry unfortunately that's not how it works so i have given you what seven ways or seven things that you need to invest into to become the woman of your dreams. One is your education and school development. And this goes beyond your formal education, right? It goes beyond your formal education to like attending workshops, webinars, signing up for online courses, just everything that has to do with continuous learning. And then there's the issue of financial literacy. You need to invest in your financial literacy. If you don't know anything about money, about making money, about keeping money, about spending money, about tracking your expenses, about budgeting, go learn that. Go and learn that. A lot of the things in this world revolves around money. So get your money game 
on point. You can do this. We also spoke about building a supportive network, right? So from coaches to mentors to your peers to even your mentees. And then we spoke about prioritizing wellness, self-care, mental health, physical health, all of that. Talk about building your leadership skills, which is learning how to communicate well and building emotional intelligence. We spoke about time and energy management, managing your time well, managing your energy world well, tracking your day, understanding yourself, understanding how you work, and prioritizing your task based on these things and even your menstrual cycle. And then finally, we looked at how you can be resilient and adaptable, right? You need to invest in being resilient and adaptable. And of course, that is not just, like, it's not easily achieved. It's achieved by getting a lot of L's and getting used to getting L's and just, like, shaking it off and keeping it moving. So, guys, remember that self-investment is an ongoing journey. For all of the things that I've said today, you're probably good at some and, like, struggling with others. Just give yourself time. Recognize that you are worthy. Recognize that you have a big life ahead of you. You have dreams to achieve and just put in the word commit to your personal and professional growth. Commit to yourself. Commit to becoming a great person, right? Believe in your potential and take steps to turn all of your dreams to to reality. So as we wrap up today, do not forget that you're worthy of investment you have the power to transform your life. Do not let this sound cliche to you. No matter how many times you hear this, never let it be. Come a child. Right? You really can. So please do that. Start transforming your life. Start putting in the effort. Start investing in yourself. You are your biggest investment. You are your greatest investment. Never forget that. So thank you very much for joining us on another episode. Take a moment to subscribe if you enjoyed today's episode. Leave us a review and then share this with your friends and family and colleagues. As always, we invite you to join our community. It's like we are growing. We are going very, very fast. We have so, so many women on our community now. So please just click on the link. It will take you to like a website or, you know, the app store. You can download the app and then join us on the Zero to One community. When you join, just say hi, and I would personally welcome you to the community. Connect with us on social media as well at Zero to Woman on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter, as well as on LinkedIn as well. Share your thoughts, share your stories, share your insights. And just join us, okay? We're a bunch of cool girls. <laughs> join us. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening once again. Until next time, stay safe. Bye bye.